this is Kiki. I wanted to give you some helpful advice about starting your journey from public to private. But before I do, I would like to talk to you about uh, starting your own podcast. I am using Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free. That's why I'm using it, which you can use right from your phone or your computer. The creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. I think I sound great. (laughs) They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you. Hi, this is Kiki. Well, I looked up my book and... Amazon somehow took down my account. I'm still working to get that back up, but um, said it was a glitch or something. I don't know what it is exactly, but until then, I was thinking of just talking through the stages of the book, like chapter by chapter, on the podcast, and, you know, walk through the complications of certain topics that some people have a problem with. The business is not for, and I'm using this as a disclaimer, it's not for people that want to benefit in any negative way, any type of greed or um, anything that will put you in dishonor. To utilize claims and um, your power of attorney like your paperwork and directing them to the agencies it's to be completely an honor I like to do things in morals and you know using just integrity and your dignity and respect for others and not for just yourself this is not for just self gain the problem is a lot of people did start this this way you know even me I'm not ever trying to be dishonest with anybody about any situation Um, I put a lot of things out on zoom calls and show people my intentions very easily but of course those can be used against you and I learned that the hard way So what you want to do to keep people from starting something really negative with something very good is to keep your information to yourself. Stay private. Private is important because what it does is it separates you from being public out in the world and spreading things that are false or trying to make you out of something that you're not. And putting out things that can eventually stop 
all processes. Because if you stay in honor, your intentions will be seen. Because it's all in paperwork. It's like any other insurance company. It's like uh, attorneys. It's like uh, any administrator, basically. You want to keep that honor. You don't want to create a circle of continuous greed and making someone feel like your intentions can come into question. The whole purpose of this is to be as honest as possible. So that starts with the bookkeeping. You keep good books. You do not have to worry about your intentions. And of course, a lot of people will say, well, they get lost. You know, if you keep it on a paper or if you get it on a computer, people can hack you. People can come after anything you put out there. And that's true. But as long as you do your best, you know, and if something happens or arise and you keep your integrity to show everything that you possibly can without trying to first go on the defense to hide anything, it'll show no matter what comes against you. You want to show that your intentions are pure. You do not want to show, starting into something like this, that you're hiding anything. Um, You're trying to build a reputation for yourself and your family because this will become your legacy that you are doing right by your family. And first off, I want to change the narrative of how everyone sees everything with this. This is a business for the public, but you can also keep your private situation for your family. As in, you are conditioned to think that everything has to be public. Think of it as royalty. And this is the easiest way for me to think about it. You, you can think of something else. But for me, it's like, if you are running a castle, you're running your subjects and things like that, you want to think of it as, okay, I have a problem. I'm going to send a letter to another kingdom or another um, person out there that needs that information. So if you're thinking like that, Every single thing you put out should be paperwork because it's coming from your private kingdom, your estate, if you want to use that as well. It's coming from your family. And what you do with your family in closed doors is your business. No one has the right to that until you violate someone else. Until someone else bring a claim against you, you are definitely have every right to defend yourself. You're in the right if you know that your intentions are pure, no matter who comes up against you, a court, um, an official of any department or agency, you know that you can prove it. They can only make the accusations. So think of it as I have a grievance. This person claimed that you did something to them. Instead of going directly to the person that summoned you, that was like, hey, come over here. We want to talk to you about this. You're thinking of it as no thank you. In your court, you may cause me harm. It's not that you're disrespecting them or you're saying, oh, you're, you're bad. 
you're saying, look, I rather send my subjects to you to talk about this. And that's why some people use attorneys and lawyers. But if you can do it yourself because you are acting on the behalf of your estate or kingdom, I'm using that just so you can get a, your mindset to this, you're making sure that you stay private as you condition yourself to handle something that they may want to make public in their kingdom or estate. And at that time, if it's something that can slander you, can harm you, can um, bring something very crucial to your estate, yeah, you want to see if you can handle that privately. Because if you don't handle it privately, you will have to handle it publicly. Now, most people try in the public to get multiple people to gang up on you. They become groups. Groups of people that have grievances against you, they will team up in a group and say, well, we have this same problem with this person. Let's bring it public. Well, as it's their right to do that, it's your right to defend yourself the way you see fit. Now, if it becomes more of a problem, then you think of a way to handle it but you can do it by um, making conditions. So you bring up the conditions. Like if they wanted a punishment, because let's say, a, I don't like using the word servant. So I, as I say, I use subjects, cause some pain in another estate. You want to come up with a even balance of surrendering property, or you want to come up with a, proper punishment for the subject that they feel comfortable with and that's how it's working with the claims claims come out where they want to make an accusation you follow up a lot of people got out of that um, some people that have money still do that where they they know the procedure and they will follow that procedure but a lot of people don't know that because you know they were more of the subjects than the king or queen or the head of the household or they didn't know the knowledge that was passed down to them. You know, they didn't have the uh, direct connection to this information. And some of it is just research, you know, just research, look up laws, and then you can help each other. You know, some people band together to go, oh, this is a good way to do something let's help like some of the Facebook groups you know they help each other out and that's how it's supposed to be keeping information though private for your privacy is private no matter what someone say well prove what you're doing in the private you do not have to prove anything to anybody because that's yours it's your technique it's your estate or kingdom it's your way of doing things because it's private to your family if your family sat down for hours at a time days weeks months or they can spend their whole lifetime perfecting something. It's no one else's business to tell you what you can and cannot show as proof or what can be produced. What you can do is just do what you've been doing for years or months or whatever time was invested in that and give a hand to that person. Now, there are some negative people out there that may see that in a negative way and say, well, they feel entitled to it or they feel that there shouldn't be or 
you're going against the grain and it's it's wrong somehow but there is no wrong or right to what's yours what you feel you built or the work you put into it let's say it was just you and you figured out how to put everything together but it took you years to do it and then you wanted to show someone else and they're like well give me the proof hand it over to me so I can do it that's not their business but what is their business like what I'm about to do is explain something that we should have everyone should have as a benefit to them and their household to keep them from allowing public officials or agencies to take over more of that privacy because you don't know any better because you're allowing something to happen. For instance, when you join the United States as a citizen, it's a corporation, it's a membership. It's something you decided to sign up for, but you're acting as if that's all you have, that's your only option. But a lot of rich people don't believe that. Wealthy, rich, they don't believe that. Corporations, they don't believe that. They know the difference. They know that if they bring something to that person they are allowing them to go okay so do you have like a tribe do you have a corporation where do you work that's why they ask all those questions because they're seeing if you're established or is your estate abandoned if your estate is abandoned and you're not operating in your estate they have every right to take over because at that time you're just ignorant and you don't know what you're doing so they do they're going to administrate it But then you get upset because you're like, well, this is not fair. Well, it's not meant to be fair. It's not about fairness. It's about what you know and what you don't know and who you know and who you don't know. So at that point, that's the basis of what this is representing. So when people are going around um, saying, oh, well, this doesn't work and this is not right. It doesn't work because it's not yours. It's not something private that you implemented, you put time to it. And then when you found out that it didn't work, you didn't humble yourself to ask someone that made it work for them. Well, you know, what can I do? Because information wasn't given out that freely back in the day. It was, um, as today, corporations call it trade secrets. And you could go to jail for that. I believe it's a felony. You know, if you purposely give out a corporation secrets you can be fired you can be sued it's so many things you know that's why they sometimes put trademarks and the copyright there you know there's private ways to copyright and there's public ways to copyright the same with trademarks you know you just have to read and with them changing so many things these days like the history and stuff you will never know because you don't have your own history You can go mostly by um, your family legacy. And when you keep your family legacy in your books, again, with the bookkeeping of everything that happens, it helps you more than you know. And then when someone wants to challenge you, like one of the agencies and like bring out your books, you can still say to them, is it a good reason why I'm bringing out these books? You have the right to challenge them, even if they fight you back and, you know, say, well, we got all this reason to come up against you and to create tyranny and whatever we're doing, you know, treason, whatever they choose to do out of ignorance or whatever they they think of. This will make you 
understand the difference between public and private, even if it's the hard way. A lot of people learn it the hard way. I did myself. You do not have to give out any of your information and no one have the right to force that information out of you. And the greatest part about this is this. When you go out and you extend your estate to someone, let's say you're single, the one thing you want to do is make sure that that person is on board with your operations and your estate and how you do things. You can't just go out and date anybody any way you can, bringing someone into a legacy that they may not even want to be a part of. It's harder to match. That's why they had these people that were ready to marry them, you know, from under other kingdoms or other estates that understood this, that knew this stuff, because then you can't go out to just any subject and go, hey, you, you know, come here, let's do this. Because that person's like, I don't want to run a kingdom or an estate. I don't want to do all that. That's too much work. And it is. This is supposed to be your job. This is supposed to be your career. That's why everybody's working for everybody else and there's fast food chains and they're working themselves to death because they don't have this knowledge. You can have the knowledge too to go out and do your thing and make sure that you are comfortable with what you're doing because you are satisfying your household, your estate, your kingdom. And not everyone these days, of course, I'm not using kingdom uh, well as a good one because no one's running a kingdom except in England but the point is in, well there's other places they're running them but I'm saying you just can't go out unless you're wealthy and create that that instant a lot of wealthy people do but until you get to that point because you're starting up your legacy you're starting with an estate you're starting with you know who can do the book who will keep the bookkeeping going who will do the um, legal work of it who will do the uh, cooking who will do the homeschooling who will do the vegetables you know it's just everything about that household where will we live where do we want to put down our roots who has the best location do we want a location that's private do we want our own place or do we want to start an apartment do we want to start in a house these are all the things that are very necessary that you got to think of so it's not like the public where you're running out there I'm gonna get a rental property I'm gonna get a house even if you are a part of the public because why you're in the system and when you're in the system you got to work your way out of the system it's not just a poof you're out unless you will you can get out of it but you're going to be broke and then there's governments out there that's not going to help you if you're not a part of their membership or their corporation you know if you're not a US citizen what are you going to do when you go and apply for something to ask for a state ID from you you're going to say, um, I don't know, here's my tribal ID. And they're going to say, well, this is not federally recognized. Then what are you going to do? Then some people have started up churches for this reason. The reason why some of the states are not recognizing all churches and all ministries because of that, because people are going, well, I have a church and I have a ministry and this is what I'm serving. Here's my identification. I'm going to get church plates because I don't want to deal with state plates. And the problem with that is 
is if you don't know what you're doing when it comes to driving and how to talk and put out notices to the agencies to say, hey, I'm about to drive um, and not drive, but travel. And this is personal. This is not like I'm driving to work on something. So I don't need your state ID. You know, I don't need your state registration. I'm not operating within your classification. I'm not a U.S. citizen, you know. And even if you're not and you're tribal, there are procedures as well, you know. So the thing is, is this. Um, a lot of people are seeing different ways of how to go about this and how to implement this. And all it is is as simple as what they were doing back in the day, which was starting from scratch, people invested in like gold, silver, whatever, and sent it to the treasuries or sent it to certain agencies, cashed it in. Um, let's say if they're gold bars, they cashed them in and then sent the money to the places they had to do business with. You know, um, some was banks, but before there was banks, there was um, certain structures that was set up where they had to show that they had funds. So you're accumulating what is real currency, you know, and, and not fiat or anything that you feel will not match what you're trying to do in your trade or how you're running your house. So I really went through a lot of stuff just now, but... I was thinking about going ahead and do that. So if anybody is interested, just let me know. It'll be a long one, of course. I'm Kiki. Thank you for listening.